This episode of Sound Detectives is presented by Half Price Books. In fact, that's exactly where I am right now. Today, I'm on a mission to find myself a new book to read. And one of my favorite things to do is to come home, sit in my coziest chair, open up my brand new book, and be transported. Okay, let's see. Here's Westerns, Fantasy, Mystery... Ooh, this looks like it could be the one. At Half Price Books, there are so many different stories to choose from. There's an endless world to explore within the store itself, from music to movies, comics, games, even toys, and of course, books, because a good book can take you anywhere you want to go. Thanks to Half Price Books, I finally found the right story. Stay tuned. Can't hear a cheer. His sings are missing. This calls for a certain team to solve this mystery. It started off like any other day. The birds were chirping, the wind was whistling, and the tick-tock of the clock in my office was tick-tocking. I fed my pet gerbil. I sat back in my old creaky chair, and then suddenly, silence. I got up, but my creaky chair wasn't creaking. My gerbil stopped squeaking, and as I came to discover... It wasn't just my office. Sounds had gone missing everywhere. This was the beginning of the greatest case of my career. Wait, wait, wait. Let me back up. Hunch is the name. You can call me Detective Hunch. I'm a private eye. I look, I inspect, I investigate, and I've cracked some of the hardest cases in the game. If you hear a bump in the night, it's me you call. Empty ice cream carton? I'll find out who done it. Case of the missing sock? I'm the person for the job. When the sounds went missing, at first, I didn't think much of it. I thought maybe I was just imagining things. But when my toaster oven didn't ding and I burnt my toast, well, (laughs) then it was personal. I love my toast. Don't we all? I flipped on the TV, and luckily the sound on that still worked. We've got some breaking news. Sounds are disappearing across the country. We've received reports that farmers are watching cows open their mouths, but they aren't hearing the moos. Cow moos have disappeared. Okay, and I'm being told now car horns won't honk, gerbils aren't squeaking, and many musical instruments have gone silent. 
soon the news was sharing reports from around the world. This just in. Panic erupts as lavatory patrons jiggle toilet handles, realizing they cannot hear them flush. Who's responsible? Well, they're calling this person the sound the swindler. Sound swindler. Sí, the sound swindler. The sound swindler. Sound swindler. Llamaban al sospechoso el sound swindler. So now we had a mystery and a world thrown into chaos. Who was this villain, this sound swindler? The phone rang. This is Hunch. Detective Hunch, your reputation precedes you. Thank you, and you are? LeVar, LeVar Burton. I take it you've heard the news? Sounds have gone missing. Yes, I've been monitoring the situation. I come to you with a plea for help, detective. In two months' time, I'll be unveiling my latest endeavor. The first of its kind. An immersive auditory experience. A feast for the ears. The Museum of Sound. You get where I'm going with this, don't you? Sure, sure. How can there be a Museum of Sound if there aren't any sounds? Exactly! You've had a long, storied career, Detective. Decorated and honored in six countries. Seven, but uh, who's counting? Well, I'm counting on you, Detective. I've sunk every last penny into the Museum of Sound. It's my love letter to the people, places, and things that make up our collective story. So it's absolutely crucial that these sounds are restored. And it's not just my museum that's at stake. Imagine a world without the swift rip of wrapping paper as you tear open a gift. The sizzle of bacon as it meets a hot pan. Or the delicate mew of a tiny kitten. Oh, no. These are the sounds that make up our world, detective. I need them returned, and I need you. To take the case. Every detective in the world is going to want to take this case to try and find these missing sounds and stop the sound swindler. Why me? Those other detectives don't have your intuition and knack for problem solving. You're the best there is. You flatter me, LeVar. But I... Nor do those other detectives have the resources I can offer. Resources? You've got my attention. On your desk, there is a box containing several of the missing sounds. Wait, how? How did you get a box into my office? And also, how do you get sounds in a box? Well, let's just say it's far easier to find the missing sounds than it is to return them. Now, wait a minute. How do you return a sound? Well, that's where you come in. Okay. I gave the sounds in the box a listen, but I can't make out what they are. I need your top-notch detective skills to identify the sounds, figure out where they came from, and to return them to their rightful owners. What do you say, Hunch? Are you in? Well, I'm not. I'm not out. Excellent. Thank you for taking the case. Oh, one last thing. I'm sending along my most trusted companion to assist you. I actually prefer to work alone. You see, I'm kind of solitary, like a tortoise or like a whale shark. I don't normally travel in a group, you see. It's, it's usually just me. I'm kind of like a lone wolf, which is the opposite of a regular wolf. She should be there any minute. Uh, I'm sorry, I've got to get the door. Could you just hang on for a second? No need. That will be Audie. 
She'll explain the rest. I'll speak with you again soon. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, who is Audie? I'm coming. I'm coming. Just, uh, Lavar. <sighs> uh, hello? There's no one here. Oh, uh, 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 down here. Uh, oh, my, my Hi. goodness. Hi, Detective. So, someone left this here. I, I don't... Oh, no, it's me, Audie. I'm, I'm an ear. An ear? Oh, um, <clears throat> okay. Well, he hello, a human ear. Yeah. I mean, you're a private eye, aren't you? <laughs> I thought you'd be used to this kind of thing. Okay, let's let's not joke. Uh, private eye is a figure of speech, and uh -huh. you are your literal human ear. Yep, a and three foot five inch tall walking talking human ear. And you're talking. I'm and talking. Walking. Arms and, walking. and legs. Mm -hmm. Okay, fascinating. Uh, okay, I've got a few questions. Ask away. Yep, I am an ear. Uh, how did you get here? On a bus. I listened for the announcement for the stop. I pulled the cord. The driver let me off, and then I took a six-minute walk. It's helpful that you live in a city that's a grid, so it's just two blocks and one block, well, and now I'm here. Public transportation it's is beautiful, incredible. You have to invest in it. You know, I've seen a lot of things in my life, but a human ear with arms, legs, and a yellow and red plaid cap with a little visor and a pom-pom on top? It's new. I'm trying something. Um, But Hunch. Oh, that's Detective Hunch to you. Sorry. Look, look, I'm sorry. This is not normally how I do things, and it's pretty presumptuous of your boss to think he can just call me up and order me around. I mean, I decide who I want to work for, and I want to work alone. I can't have body parts, such as yourself, running around yammering in my ear when I need to be using my brain. I'm a lot more than meets the eye, Detective Hunch. I'll be your ear on the ground. I can use my super-duper sense of hearing to help you analyze the clues. Okay, th this is a complicated case. LeVar gave us some of these missing sounds, but as far as we know, the sound swindler is still on the loose. You find the swindler, you solve the case. But who would be so evil that they would want to steal the crashing sound of the waves, silence the gentle coo of the morning dove, and destroy the crackle of the fire? Wow, you really think you could return the sounds and find the sound swindler? I mean, you'd be some kind of hero. They'd probably give you a medal of honor. <laughs> a medal of honor. I've got a few of those. I use them as coasters, but I would love to have a darn toaster oven that goes ding so I don't burn my toes. Oh, I hear ya. I love toast. All right. I'm in. Adi, you can help me today because you're already here, but I don't know if I want a partner for this case. You should know that detective work is arduous. It takes a very long time. It's difficult. It's not easy. And you should be ready to buckle in. Okay. And settle in. For a long adventure. A lot of work. It could be weeks of investigating and unpacking before we even figure out what the sounds are. Chasing leads, finding clues. Much less how the sounds go back to where they came from. Okay, Hunch. I mean Detective Hunch. Detective work seems so cool. I want to stay on the case and I hope I grow on you. Oh, I hope you don't grow on me. I don't need a third ear, Adi. Anyway, what are these sounds? Oh, uh, let me just open the box. And here comes the first sound. A, a toaster, toaster ding! Whoa, what was that fancy magical sound? Did we, did we fix it? Did we return the sound? Well, there's one way to find out. Do you want to go check your toaster for that ding, detective? Oh, I just bought the most beautiful rye. Ooh. I'm going to pop it in there and we'll see if it works. It did. Oh, it's back. And lucky for us, you like it lightly toasted. Otherwise, we'd be standing here so much longer. I just like it barely warm, Adi. <laughs> Me too. Just enough to melt that butter. So, we figure out what the sound is. We hear that magical swoosh. And the sound goes back where it came from? 
We've saved it. Phew. And we're heroes. <laughs> Should we try it again? Sure. All right, let me dig in this box and... <gasps> A dog barking! A dog barking! A, A dog, dog barking! barking. <laughs> let me just open the window here. <laughs> oh, yeah! Listen, on the street, you can hear the return of roo-roo-roos and woof-woof-woofs. Yes, and yak-yak-yaks and bra-ka-ka-ka-kahs. All different kinds of barks. Should we try the next sound? We can, Hottie. Okay, here it is. <gasps> A fire engine siren. A fire engine siren? A, A fire, fire engine, engine siren. siren. Oh, these are important. They help the cars get out of the way. Glad we got this one back. It lets the fire know that the fire engine is coming. Yeah, you gotta warn that fire that its time is up. All right, well, I'm starting to feel like this job is easy. Yeah, it might be an easy case to solve after all. Maybe we'll be done before our toast is done. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's try this next one. Oh. Uh. Huh. I can't help but notice that we have not yet shouted in unison. No, we haven't, Adi. This is a little trickier. This one's a real conundrum, a real barn burner. A real head scratcher. If I had a head. How are we supposed to figure out what that is? I... Have no fear. Adi the ear is here, sir. Uh, I mean, Detective Hunch. Mm. Mm, let's see. Let's just listen real close. Uh, maybe we could try to break it down sound by sound. No, 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 Adi. We don't, we don't need to break anything down. Listen, I've been solving mysteries since before you were getting ear infections. And if I know anything about detective work, it's that you need to think fast, have sharp eyes, and an even sharper memory. And speaking of memories, I remember when... Oh, I love hearing about memories as much as the next year, but I think we should start by giving the sound another listen. Giving the sound another listen? Audie, please, you just showed up and you're already giving me directions? Well, I just think we gotta know what we're working with, don't you agree, Detective Hunch? Before we just start waxing poetic about all the places we've been and seen, shouldn't we hear the sound again? Well, I... I don't know, it's just a... No, you... I don't know, it's just I, a... I, I kinda... I don't no, know, I just agree. maybe one more time. No, no, no. I'm fine. It's fine. If you want to hear it again, Audie, you can hear it again. Yeah, I think I'd like to hear it again. I think it would be good for you to hear it again. Yeah, I'd like to hear it again, and then if you happen to hear it again, that will we'll work out. We'll hear it again for you, but I'll be in the room as well. Right. Okay, here I go. Opening the box. For me, but you'll also be here. I'll be here. We'll be right back. Welcome back to our adventure with Half Price Books. Let's see where this one takes us. Ooh. It's freezing here. I should have packed my down jacket and a hat. Ooh. Wow, this wind is ripping right through my sweater. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Lots of slippery, icy rocks here in the snow. Wow. You know, it seems treacherous and harsh, but there are signs of life if you know where to look. Or listen. Hear that? It sounds like the kind of bird you might find by the ocean, but we're not near the water. Are we? Oh, and what's that padding towards me in the snow? It could be a rabbit, or a fox, or maybe a bear. Oh my, the snow is really starting to come down now, and I can't make out exactly what that is down there. Maybe I'd better jump out of the story here. At Half Price Books, stories can take you anywhere you want to go. Now, let's get back to our story. 
Yeah, I'd like to hear it again, and then if you happen to hear it again, that will we'll work out. We'll hear it again for you, but I'll be in the room as well. Right. Okay, here I go. Opening the box. For me, but you'll also be here. I'll be here. Okay. Now, the first thing that I'm hearing is sort of a bubble. <laughs> like when you blow bubbles in chocolate milk, but mm, not quite like that. It's almost like, hmm... I hear boiling kind of a gurgling. bubbling. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like soap bubbles or anything. It sounds wet, mm. which is a hard sound to describe, but you know it when you hear it. It's not high-pitched like a whistle or a gerbil squeak. It's mm. low. Huh. Maybe even a little rumbly. Yep, going with rumbly. What do you hear, Hunch? An excellent question, Audio. You know, this reminds me of one of my more challenging cases from a while back. You see, I was roaming the streets of uh, Rome. And you know those little stone walkways? I don't think I've been anywhere like that. <laughs> well, a good detective uses their memory of the sights, the smells, and the sounds. They pay attention and remember it all so they can revisit that place whenever they need to. Okay, I'll describe it to you, and you use your... Imagination. My imagination? Do ears have imagination? Let me see. Yep, we do. Amazing. Close your eyes and imagine. Your boots clack on the cobblestones. Mm -hmm. You hear the chatter of conversation drifting out of a nearby cafe. Okay. Someone's playing a little tune on the accordion. Wow, this is amazing. I can hear it in my mind. Now, imagine you're walking down a little street. As I remember it, I, I started getting tired and hungry. And what's that smell? Coffee. Freshly roasted. But what does this have to do with the sound, detective? I'm getting there, Audie. Be patient. Okay. <sighs> like I was saying, I popped into this little cafe. I'm sorry, Audie, the handle's a little high for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. Thank you. Please, after you. Oh, oh, it's so beautiful and charming. <sighs> do you see how the room is filled with light? Yeah, warm sunlight, and it gleams off the shiny marble countertops. Ooh, sweet little bistro chairs scraping across the penny tile. And do you hear that rumbling? Rumbling, Audie. You described rumbling uh -huh. earlier. I hear a rumble. Oh, and now steam. There's a. Do you there hear is that? a. There is a boil. There's a gurgle there, Audie. There is a gurgle. Hmm. It's the espresso machine. Oh, I get why you are smelling coffee now. Uh huh. We're almost there, Audie. Okay. Hang in there. Uh-huh. It's working think its way. It. Think, 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 think. It does have a boil to Imagine it. Imagine the foam. Okay, yeah, the I can gurgle. hear the... Hmm. Is this it, Audie? A detective, you know, I think that this has some boil. It has some gurgle. But the bubbles seem a little too small, and the liquid, that's more of a steam. And it feels like it's thin. And the mystery sound we were listening to sounded more like it was thick. Thick? If we're imagining Rome right now, I'd just as soon listen to some pasta sauce than espresso. Also, now I'm getting a little hungry. Listen, maybe we go somewhere else in Rome. Maybe we find a big pot of pasta. Uh, you know, here's my other thought, Detective. I think the sound was outside. It didn't sound like it was bouncing off any walls. It didn't sound like it was echoing across a marble countertop or even through a kitchen where sauce is being made. I think that we're close in that this was wet and boiling, but I think, if I'm remembering correctly, it didn't echo off the walls. It didn't sound like it was in a kitchen at all. Maybe we need to listen to the sound again. Let me open the box. All right, for your sake, we can listen again. All right, yeah, just for me. Just for me and no one else. 
Okay, you hear that bird? I was right. We are outside. Hmm, detective, where might we hear water burbling and flowing outdoors? <gasps> a river. Yeah, maybe a river or even a little smaller. Is there something smaller than a river? Oh, a creek. A creek. It's like a baby river. Like a baby river. Okay, let's imagine that we're at a creek. And we're outside, the crisp mountain air. The water is cold as it melts from a glacial snowpack. Ooh, ah. Ooh, there might be bugs buzzing across the surface. There's birds chirping. And we hear the flow of water. Oh, the little plop of a frog who miscalculated how far the distance was between two stones. He had to plop again, Adi. He plop-plopped. Detective, I gotta admit, though, this doesn't sound like as much water as the mystery sound. Maybe we can move up the bank a little bit where it's rushing a little faster. Here, follow me. An excellent theory after you. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay, now this is a little closer to the amount. It's rushing, it's bigger, it's wetter, it's not as peaceful, which makes me feel like we're getting closer to our sound, but... I, ooh, my little shoes are squishing in this mud here. It's pretty rumbly, Adi. I, I think we are getting closer. Oh, you know what, Detective? Hmm. I think we might have an even better view of the sound if we walk across this log. Here, follow me. Detective. I think I'm okay over here for now, Adi. Are you sure? Uh, I think I'm fine on this side of the river. Are you sure? You don't want to come across and join me over here? No, no, I'm so, I'm so tired. You're I'm tired? So, I'm just feeling, I think I might take a little nap. I, it's not for me, I think, to cross. Oh, you sure? Yeah. Oh, just give it a shot. Just give it a chance. Okay. I'm going to take one step. Okay, that's how every journey begins. Oh, Oh, whoa, whoa, Adi, I... Detective! Look, this is a little... Careful, you're swish swaying. Okay, one one more step Uh or I step back? I don't know, you tell me. You're a little... You're a little woozy on oh, your feet there. Oh, I'm getting a little dizzy. I got to be honest with you. I'm I'm kind of a dizzy individual, so I I don't know if I don't know if I can cross. Oh, detective, you really seem to be struggling with your balance. Whoa. This seems like it's a perfect time for my segment. Waxing on ears, waxing on ears, waxing on ears with me, Audi the ear. This will be helpful. Don't worry. Ears. Hmm. We not only help you hear, we also help you with your Balance. (gasps) All vertebrate animals, that means mammals, birds, amphibians, and fish, use their inner ear as an important sense organ that helps them keep their balance and orient themselves. See, a human ear has three sections. The outer ear, the part you can see, the middle ear, the part you can glimpse, and the inner ear, the part you cannot see. Oh, secrets. The inner ear is also known as the labyrinth. Cool name, right? Oh, I love mazes. Okay, now, within your inner ear, inside the labyrinth, there are three loops called the semicircular canals. Now, the hair cells and fluid in these canals feed your brain information about whether your body is moving straight forward, like in a car, side to side, like when you're doing a crab walk. Been there. (laughs) Or up and down, like when you're in an elevator. Your body uses that information, along with the information from your eyes and from the muscles in your body, to orient itself. But let's say your senses tell your brain contradictory information. Your ear and your eyes and your body aren't sending the right signal. Well, then you 
can feel dizzy. <gasps> and that's what I feel right now. That's right, Detective. Something's not sending a matching signal. But we can actually work on some little exercises to improve your balance. Want to try, Detective Hunch? Do you want to return to the safety of the bank? I think for now, yes. Great. And then I'll try, and then I'll cross. I believe in you, Detective. Stop. Well, I do. Oh. Just saying. All right, Hunch. Try walking in a straight line, turning your head and eyes left and right with every other step. Mm -hmm. So, when you step with your left, you look left. And when you step with your right, you look right. Now repeat that three times. This time, look at the sky or the ground. Does that help? All right, let's try it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Left, right, one foot, the other foot, and I did it, Audie. You did it, Detective. And I wasn't dizzy at all. Well, there you go. Sometimes the ear knows something. And sometimes the nose is on the face. Sometimes the nose is on the face, and that's a saying as old as today. Hunch, if you're not feeling dizzy, you ready to take on that log? I'm going to do it, Audie. Here you go. Look at that balanced walking. I'm sprinting across this bad boy, Audie, like it's nothing. Well done, detective. Well, Audie, I got to tell you. I used to lose my balance all the time. That wasn't the first time. Oh, yeah? Oh, I remember. I'll never forget this time I was at Yellowstone National Park. Ever heard of it? Oh, sure. The national park with amazing hot springs and geysers and stuff. What happened there? I slipped into the mud. Oh, that could be so terrible. I got so dizzy and I fell into the mud and it was embarrassing. Everyone was staring at me. There were tourists and... (gasps) The mud, Oh, the mud! The sound of the mud! We're both excited about mud! At Yellowstone, there are mud pots. Oh, at like, Yellowstone. What, like what I made in ceramics class? No, no, it's an entirely different kind of mud pot, Adi. Oh, like something I'd plant a little seedling in? No, no, Adi. You, that's good, though. It helps the earth, but not that kind of a mud pot. This is the kind of mud pot that's at Yellowstone. Kind of an acidic, muddy hot spring. With bubbling mud. Bubbling, bubbling, gurgling mud? Oh, now I understand. Now that you put it that way, the sound is a, a mud, mud pot. pot. <gasps> Wait for the magical swoosh. Yes! yes! We did it, Detective. Oh, finally. I love that magical swoosh. If that sound ever goes missing, we'll be in big trouble. Can you imagine? We I would know the sounds are back. I can't. Oh, hey. Hey, Hunch, check it out. We're talking about the sound on the news. Beverly Beekman coming to you live with a special report on the missing sound situation. From the mud pools of New Zealand to a volcano in Costa Rica, the boil is back. I'm here at Yellowstone National Park where the gurgles of the famous mud pots can be heard again. It turns out these bubbling pools of mud have something to do with volcanic activity. I'm joined by someone affected by that missing sound to tell us more about it, park ranger Beth Taylor. Hi, Beth. Thank you so much for returning the mud pot sounds to Yellowstone. I'm in Yellowstone National Park, and this is the world's first national park set aside for the unique geology. We're on a super volcano, and so we have geysers and mud pots, hot springs and fumaroles, and lots of people come from all over the world to see these unique features. And I see lots of folks here today. Uh, Tell me more about this super volcano below our feet. 
The Yellowstone supervolcano hasn't erupted in a very long time, so we actually use a lot of these other surface clues to tell what's going on underneath the ground. Okay. We can't see the supervolcano. We certainly can't see the molten material or magma and the hot water under the ground. But all of those surface features, the geysers and hot springs and mud pots, tell us that the volcano is still active. And it's off-gassing and generating heat. Right. Okay. So let's talk about the mud pots. Can you describe how the mud pots work? What they look like? What they sound like? Mud pots are murky and muddy, and so when gases come up through that mud from the hot water down below the ground, those bubbles come up to the surface, pushing mud up above, and the bubbles pop. (laughs) You get all kinds of neat glupping and glurping and burping and blooching and splooching and all types of fun noises. I bet. And the mud pots are really fun to watch throughout the seasons. In the spring, they're thin and runny, kind of like chocolate milk or even hot chocolate. And then later on in the late summer, when things are drying out and there's less water on the surface, they're more blurpy and thick and gooey. Definitely not your average mud puddle. And you said these are all hydrothermal features? Hydrothermal features mean hot water features. Hydro is water and thermal is heat. And these hot water features, most of them in Yellowstone are hot springs, which is basically a hot pool of water. Ooh. We also have geysers where the hot water and steam shoots up into the sky. If you've seen videos or photos of Old Faithful Geyser, that's one of our most famous geysers. Sure. And they're pretty fun to watch. They can shoot water into the sky 120 feet, even 300 feet up in the air. Amazing. Fumaroles, or steam vents, have very little water, and all of it flashes into steam, which can hiss or even roar at times as all of it steams away very quickly. Do you have any other favorite sounds or noises out here? Another hydrothermal feature in Yellowstone that makes um, really fun noises is a specific geyser near Old Faithful, and it's called anemone. You're so close, you can listen to the entire cycle of the the geyser filling with water and then erupting and shooting and splashing the water out. And then as the water drains back into its own plumbing system or hole in the earth, it sounds like a toilet flushing. (laughs) And that's pretty fun. It really does. Yellowstone seems like a really amazing place to listen to nature. The amazing sights and sounds and smells of Yellowstone draw people from all over the world. And these sounds of nature are one of the greatest resources we all have to share. I urge you to go outside and use your senses and explore, see what the world is telling you. And hear what the world is telling you too. Thanks, Ranger Beth. This has been a special report for Major News. New message from LeVar Burton. Congratulations, Detective Hunch. I knew you and Audie would make a great team. Careful listening is a lost art these days. And you didn't let outside distractions muddy the investigation. You stuck with it utilized your exceptional memory, and employed world-class deductive skills. So, relax. Have a cup of tea. Pat yourself on the back. But just don't get too comfortable. 
There's still a lot of work to do. More sounds have gone missing, but it seems I've found just the pair to take on the case. You'll receive more packages of sounds as I'm able to track them down. Okay? Talk soon, detective. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. Well, Detective Hunch, this was fun. But I'll tell LeVar that you prefer to work alone. And I'll just be going. But thank you so much for letting me tag along today. I learned so much. Whoa, 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 Audie. Uh, look, if I'm being honest, you, you were a little helpful today. Then why don't you come back tomorrow for one more trial day? Wow, you mean it? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, can we... Can we maybe have some toast? Can we ever, Audie? All right, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Hmm, I wonder where our next sound will be. Maybe it's the sound of butter on toast. Nope, Audie, we have that. it can't possibly be that sound. I can hear it. I can hear it right now. Maybe it's the sound of marmalade on toast. Audie, you're putting marmalade on your toast as we speak. I can right. hear it. Maybe it's the sound of peanut butter on toast. <gasps> No, oh, no. I, I can hear it. I thought maybe I couldn't, but peanut butter's just quiet. It's just quiet. It's not as loud. You have to lean. I can hear it because I'm a three foot, five inch tall ear. You're a giant ear. I'm a giant ear. I'm not. I'm a small thing, but a giant ear. Who eats? Think about it. Not too hard. Stay tuned after the credits. I've got another sound mystery that I'm hoping you can help me solve. Sound Detectives features the voices of Jessica McKenna, Vinnie Thomas, and yours truly, LeVar Burton. This episode also features Ranger Beth Taylor, Yellowstone Youth Education Program Manager, and appearances by Rob Lowe, Stephen K. Amos, and Amelia Chapelo. Our newscaster is voiced by Julia Smith. The Mud Pots sound was provided by the National Park Service and Jennifer Jarrett. This episode was written by Julia Smith, Joanna Sokolowski, and Isabel Redmond-Dolce, and produced by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Additional dialogue is by Jess McKenna and Vinnie Thomas. Our story editing is by Josephine Martirana and John Delore, with additional story editing by Matt Powers. Our sound design, engineering, mixing, and additional original music is by Brendan Burke with additional sound design by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our managing producer is Tamika Weatherspoon, and our associate producer is Talon Stradley. Original theme music by Adam Dybert and Jessica McKenna. And our artwork is by Aaron Nestor. Sound Detectives was created by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Our executive producers are Josephine Martirana for Stitcher, LeVar Burton, Isabel Redmond-Dolce, and Sangeeta Patel for LeVar Burton Entertainment, and Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Hey there! Have you ever thought of becoming a member of Detective Solvall's squad for young detectives? I've got more mystery sounds than I know what to do with, and Detectives Hunch and Audie have their hands full, too. So, the Solve All Squad could certainly use your help. Take a listen to this sound, and tell me what you think it is. Hmm. Maybe we should hear that one more time. But I don't know why this sound is making me hungry. What makes a metal popping sound? I'm stumped, but maybe you know what it is. Need some help? Visit SoundDetectivesPodcast.com for a peek at Detective Solvall's handbook. 
We'll reveal the answer next episode, along with a brand new sound for you to solve. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. This episode of Sound Detectives was presented by Half Price Books. Stories spark our imagination. Let us explore new ideas and travel to new places, like the snowy tundra of Alaska, or maybe even the North Pole. Half Price Books understands the importance of helping kids discover their love of reading from an early age, with stories and adventures that take kids to places they've never been before. Learn more and find your local Half Price Books at hpb.com. And thank you to Half Price Books for sponsoring this episode of Sound Detectives. Stitcher. 